welcome back to One Cup at a Time. I'm Annalise. And I am Maddie. And we're joined with the beautiful, the one and only, Donna. Hello, Donna. Anna, do you need more coffee? I forgot her name. Donna (laughs) needs more coffee. (laughs) Start sipping, Donna. Okay. We need you back. (laughs) How How are you, Donna? I'm I'm a little, you know, discombobulated, but I'm good. <laughs> I can see that she forgot her name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How was everyone's weekend? I went kind to the of- beach, which is a promise I made to myself, so I'm very happy about that. I've been going pretty regularly, so that was just wonderful and beautiful. The beach is always awesome. And you, Annalise? I was in a conference working. doing wonderful things um it was good though i got back on saturday and was able to enjoy the rest of my saturday and then (laughs) sunday was like a relaxful day prepping the week um i'm leaving out of town next week so i'm excited um so it's been good that's fun that's awesome i had a little getaway celebrating my anniversary congratulations (laughs) was awesome Happy anniversary. Thank you. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about becoming our most authentic self. Everyone excited? Yes. Excited. I think that's a great topic. Um, it's not something that a lot of us talk about, but it's very important to be authentic. So I'm excited to get down to the I want to know uh, what makes you you what makes me me and what makes you you You. and what makes Donna Donna (laughs) I can start (laughs) well for me like I used to be an a people pleaser addict (laughs) that's what I would say that was really like for me finding my voice has been really what I'm most when I feel my most authentic self is when I'm being myself, of course, but when I find my voice and I'm able to share my thoughts and feelings and not have to worry about what anybody thinks, that's really like when I feel my most authentic self. Agreed. I know that sometimes we can lose our authenticity by trying to please other people. So definitely when you're a people pleaser, you lose that. Um, that's me. I'm a people pleaser. I say yes, yes to everything. I'm a people pleaser. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a yes girl. You're a yes girl. That's right. So for me, I've always been a people pleaser, but that's really where I'm now stopping mm-hmm. that. Like that's really where it's more about boundaries and learning, right? From experience. But that's really where now I've kind of learned that that's where I go wrong <laughs> when I when I go back to my old ways of being a people pleaser, which is that actually not a bad thing right because you always want to do your best and help everyone and and that and I think that's like confusing because being a people pleaser doesn't mean that you're not providing excellent service on your business side or a good friend and being there for a friend or for a family I think it's just when you hurt yourself in the process when it's Mm -hmm. not healthy that's when it becomes a problem but so a lot of people get confused I feel like when there's no boundaries. And I think this goes back to more like boundaries, I believe. 
um, when we're talking about that. And I've learned because when I first started in, I mean, in more talking career and business, it's really where you become more of a people pleaser. I think at home and family and friends, it's a little bit more balanced because your friends, I feel like, know you better and they don't like, I don't know, I don't explain that, but I know with work, when I first started, um, I'm sure this has happened all of you and I think I believe on Elise it happens to her still um I don't know about Don I don't think so but for me like when I first started like I would answer emails phone calls text messages at any time of the day could have been 11 o'clock at night and my phone beeped my notification I would respond if I received an email I would respond and with time, obviously, I learned that's not healthy. And now I have really great boundaries when it comes to that. But I think that can really take you down a really bad rabbit hole. And, and that's what got me. Like, I feel one of the things that I was really, I would say, bad at. Like, I was constantly responding to email. And and now when I think back, I was like, I don't even know how I did that. <laughs> like, it was so bad. Like, so I don't know. Um, tell me a little bit more about you guys. Do you experience that? Or have you experienced that? I know. Let's go first. Donna. Yeah. I mean, my history in business goes back much farther than yours. Um, uh, and at the time, you know, that's also a di- different, actually a different, um, it's really a different generation, I guess, but um, the same mindset, I think, that we all have now <clears throat> because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm actually your age. <laughs> Just, my body, my body doesn't know what my mind is. That's true. But, um, the, uh, you know, when you first start out in business, you're thinking that you need to be perfect all the time and yeah. that you can't make mistakes and that you're going to get fired. And you think of all of the things um, more negatively, I think, about yourself and, you know, things that you have to be perfect on. And it also can carry into your life. You know, if you're dating or you're engaged or, you know, you just got married. So a lot of um, what you think is really yourself and you're projecting yourself, you're really projecting the image that you want of yourself. And I think that um, what you shared, that definitely happens where you think you have to answer everything. You have to always answer the phone. Um, I have people that, you know, if I don't answer the text message or the phone, they actually will think that there's something wrong with me. Are you okay? Are you okay? Um, yeah. That's not a good thing. And I'm much better now, you know, at that. So, but that took a long time, you know, to get to that point. Um, but the other thing is when you're in business, it's business. So if you get a call or you get a text or you get an email, that could be business opportunity for you. Um, so you're also struggling with, you know, um, what do I do? Am I going to answer this right now? Is it going to wait? Are they going to call someone else? Are they going to? That's just part of. But you know what I learned? I'm going to stop you there, Donna, because that's such a great point. And I used to think like that's kind of like fear of missing out, right? You're going to miss out on that opportunity. But honestly, if someone that wants to work with you um, goes and moves on to work with someone else because you didn't respond to them within a time, what they would consider a timely, you know, response. Then you don't, I now, or maybe before I didn't, wouldn't think this way, but now I wouldn't want to work with that person because right. I only want to work with people that are aligned with my beliefs and the way that I do business yeah. um, before, but that doesn't, that doesn't happen overnight. And that is not something no. that I learned that. I mean, that I am just learning 
Because before it was like, yes, oh my God, I have to respond. It's been five minutes. I haven't responded. Oh my God, this person's never going to talk to me or I'm going to lose the business. But you know what? If I did lose that business, that was probably the best thing for me to lose that business. Because we don't want to work with people that have that mindset where if you if they send you an email that they're expecting a return, obviously, if it's something urgent, call the person, right? If it's urgent, but I can't really see an urgent in business, like what is really urgent. There could be some urgency, but to an extent and to a certain level, depending on what type of business you're in, right? And what type of field and business you're in where there's that urgency where you have to respond within five minutes or get that call or, but other, I can't really see where there's that much of that happening. But I mean, I know like for sales, um, people in sales, I feel like really struggle a lot with that. And I've seen that in some of my own colleagues. Um, But again, it comes back down to, I think comes down to experience and learning with time. Well, I also look at it from a perspective that there's a patient in the hospital that needs to, you know, be discharged. That's right. So you're in a very, very different for 30 plus years now. It's a very, very different thing. That is urgent, right? So that it does require that urgency. You know, and before that, it was home health care, you know, in New York. So you're um, in that where they need you immediately. But if it's something like, you know what? Uh, marketing <laughs> or yeah, I mean, you know I want to hire you for marketing and you didn't respond right. to me within right. a day and I know don't want to work with you well great good for you but right. no if there's a patient that needs to get you know you need to get a hold of that doctor you need to just start that's urgent that's different you um, have to have a sense of urgency in certain lines of business of course exactly. um, it's, it's really situational but yeah. I have also learned um if somebody wants to get me they can get me like it's, you know, get my attention. Um, and um, most people like give me three minutes and then they get a different way of communicating. <laughs> if it's urgent, yes. If it's urgent, yes. But if it's yes. not, then I, I, you, I, you have to respect people's time and, and their response back to you. You yes. know, and, and that's something, again, that I, before I'll tell you in that, when I think back, I don't even know how I did it. But like now I do everything. And as you know, with time blocking, so I can actually hyper-focus and give my full attention to what I am working on versus having to respond to a text, respond to an email, answer a call, do this, do that, that I'm not really giving anyone my full attention. So I feel so much more productive when I am like hyper-focused on one thing and then I move on to the other and I'm not multitasking. Mm -hmm. Now there is ways where you can actually like passive multitask, (laughs) right? So if you're, you know, getting your hair done one day and you want to return emails while you're getting your hair done or you're just responding back to maybe that's not a well that can be a good example because you're taking care of yourself and you're responding to simple emails where it's just maybe a couple sentences but when it's something that needs your full attention obviously multitasking I don't recommend it to anyone at all um I'm very quiet your turn (laughs) because my Everything you said is I'm, um, I'm Maddie's worst uh, nightmare. Nightmare. She doesn't want anything to do with the way. So I guess I'm a little different. Like Donna said, I think that it does. It does depend on the industry you're in, right? So in your case, Maddie, you know you're working with various doctors throughout the entire state, and and if you have a new potential, a new business coming and 
and you take a day or two to answer because you're either, you know, in a conference or you're out or you know, whatever you're doing, it doesn't matter. You know, if you don't answer at that moment, I think it's a little bit different than where Donna may yeah. need to, be, to answer because the patient needs to be there. So I think it, it does. But I think that we can all agree on there has to be a balance. So if, if we're a client and let's say a boss or if a client and a boss or a client and a, you know, I don't know, another word for, you know, one of your colleagues answers you right away or, or sends you an email. You don't, not that you don't have to, maybe if you're doing something else at the moment, like me, I will tell you a story um, of me when uh, four years ago, I went to Europe and I worked while I was in Europe. Um, I, obviously there is a big time difference. I took, a, I was gone for like 18 days and in those 18 days I worked for whatever days were not weekends. And I was constantly on my emails, constantly on my phone in Europe. And it's, it's, it's not healthy because I mean, I had a great time, but I do remember having to stop and do things because I did have clients calling me. I did have clients emailing me. And I had that fear, right? Like you said, Donna, that fear of they're going to go somewhere else. And I was just starting in the industry. So I treated everything like a baby. Like I was like, oh, no, I have to answer right now. Now, now, oh, my God, I haven't answered. It's been five minutes. Oh, my God, I have to answer. And so I got to the point where it was so consuming. And I still do it. Marty's looking at me like, you still do it. I do still do it. But I think that I've gotten better in the sense that if I'm doing something at this moment, it can wait. It has to wait. You know, if it has to wait 30 minutes, it has to wait. I have to finish what I'm doing here to be able to move to the other side. Because if not, I'm not giving my 100% to everything. I'm just giving 50 here, 20 here, 30 here, and then five here. You know what I mean? I'm 5% for myself. And it's not healthy. But I think I've gotten a little bit better. <laughs> I think Mari's looking at me like, no. Um, You're calmer than you used to be. I am. Yes. I am calmer than I used to be because I like three percent, like a three percent calmer. <laughs> three. I can't get more. But I, love I, I definitely am calmer. I will never forget WCI when I first first started, like four years ago. We used to do dinners. Um, we still do, but we used to do the big big dinners, and we used to do breakfast, lunch, dinner, everything, show here, there, that. Well, my job was to get a bus. Marty assigned me that task. And when they called me that they never received the bus or they had some sort of miscommunication, I, I broke down. I started crying. I was freaking out. I forgot about and that. I'll never, after that moment, I literally had a panic attack. Um, after that moment, I was like, what am I doing? Like, this isn't life or death. I'm not going to die here. Like, if the bus doesn't come, it doesn't come. It's out of my control. Yeah. But at the time, since I was starting, like, I was just always nervous, you know, and any young person listening to this starting their career, set your boundaries early, because if you don't, you're going to struggle and you're going to continue to do it. And it doesn't make you a better employee, because guess what? Tomorrow you're not here and the company is going to keep going. Right. So no one, they don't care. I mean, they do. There are employers that do care and that value their employees, but majority they're going to, you're replaceable. You Everybody are replaceable. Yeah. They'll replace you tomorrow very quickly with someone just as eager as you. 
And you know what? We all start like that. We all start that we want to be the top. We want to be the best. And I started like that. And I, and I still try, you know? Yeah. Everybody wants to be the best, right? At what you do. And that's important. But know that you are replaceable. And I think that I've had a lot of conversations with Maddie and we've, we've really dissected, you know, what we do, who we are in the industry, you know, where we are at. And we understand that, you know, there are 10 more of us out there. And we have to do sometimes what's best for us. And we can't lose that authenticity because if we lose it, we're not true to ourselves. We're also not true to the people that were, that are our clients that we're helping. So, um, I'm not perfect, but I think I'm getting better. You are. (laughs) Um, I strive to be like Mani where, yes, where she's gotten, where she's been able to separate the two because she really does. Um, she's able to put that time aside and her time blocking and at, at five o'clock, six o'clock. And there are some times guys, Marty's not, doesn't finish at five. There are some times that at seven 30, she's texting me and she's still working. So no, for sure. I mean, but but also, I, I balance, right. Cause exactly. I know that I can work at that time because I need to, I'm like saying, Oh my God, it's five o'clock. I turn off my computer and I'm self care. No, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. But I make sure that like now I'm more focused on what I'm doing versus having 20 tabs open in my head and working on a billion things. Even though if you if you don't know me well and you look at what we're doing, you're going to be like, how do they do that? They have so many things going on because I hear that all the time. I'm sure you'll see it. Um, and you've heard it, Annalise, and you know it because you live it with me. And we have all these different things going on. But believe it or not, everything I have going on is so well, like, put together into my schedule and organize and balance that I'm able to handle that. And I've always been, I needed to have a lot of things going on because if I don't have a lot of things going on for some reason, that's just how I am, how I function. <laughs> so I don't know if that even makes sense, but I do. No, no. Um, but I can, handle it. I can, t- you know, because every day it's something different for me. I'm constantly, and you guys know me, Donna knows me well too. I'm constantly in my head creating something new and okay, we need to do this or we need to do that. and but I can handle it a hundred times better than I used to before it was all scattered. And now it's so organized, which I'm very happy and proud of. <laughs> um, but one of the things ladies, that's really important and going back to authenticity is finding our voices. Right. And, and I think that that to me has been something really like important because I never, and you guys know, well, and at least you know this, and Donna, like I've never been so outspoken before. I've always been very like, mm-hmm. I've always believed in myself, but I've never really taken that risk and really speaking up as much. You never as I even did. wanted to introduce anybody at the dinners. I mean, you exactly. would like leave it to me and, and Annalise to. to so please. have you seen the difference? Yeah, because <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> You know, and still, I'm very, I'm very, I'm an introvert. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm very shy. And and you have to, I have to know you, like, to be really comfortable around you, to be, like, you know, comfortable. Um, but for me, one of the things that I'm changing, this is where it comes to finding myself and being authentic with myself, is being comfortable to just be myself no matter what, even if you don't know me, you know, who I am, or do you really know me? So I, taking that risk speaking up saying what's in my mind expressing myself my creativity my you know everything um has been really big for me 
because you know that I have not been someone that you wouldn't see me up on a stage and, and you probably still won't see me up on a stage talking or doing some public speaking or anything like that. But it, it may, or maybe in a year from now, it's something that I can work towards, but I'm learning to, to find my voice. And I think I'm, I'm really proud of what I've been doing so far. Um, and, and I think with that, you have to surround yourself with those that value and respect you so that you can get more encouraged every day to speak up and to celebrate your voice and to talk and not limit yourself. Um, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, it does. I, I can agree or I can uh, test by, I guess, to you changing your ways. Cause when I met Mari, she was very quiet. Mm-hmm. I was like, Yes. They want me to work with this lady. I don't know her. Mm-hmm. And I was very, I mean, at the same time, I was shy. And I'm not really, sh- I'm shy in the sense shy. of, I, I'm not that shy, but I'm shy in the sense that I have to like go when I talk to people. If if you want to talk to me, I'll have a full conversation with you. But I'm not the type of person to go up to you and start a conversation, yes. right? Yeah. So when I was first introduced to Mari, I remember she was very quiet. And then when we started getting, you know, we started doing a lot of things together and comfortable. She always used to say, okay, Annalise, you're going to introduce everything. You're going to do this. this." And I always used to do it because I was like, okay, whatever. I was fine. I was cool with it because for those of you who don't know, I went to school for for communication and I was in the journalism side of things. So I've always been a very um, outspoken person, I guess. And, uh, but I am shy. So can't confuse the two. Donna's looking at me like I'm crazy. But um No, because I also and we we did this the the first time we talked about one of the things that people don't know about me is that I'm shy. And like everyone laughs, like, yeah, right. No, I can get up and stand in front of a group. I mean hundreds of people, because I've done it, and talk about brain injury. Okay, talk about (laughs) um anything almost. And you know, but if I have to go to a dinner or a cocktail party, I have a real hard time initiating conversation. As opposed to when I go to Publix, I'll actually talk to the people online with me. So it's just, you know, it's in a different setting. You can, you have different feelings. And that's really what you're, you're going on are the feelings you have when you're in the moment of whoever it is that you're with. You know, it's your comfort zone. Yeah, that is so true. Because for me, like, when I'm speaking on like wellness and tea, plants, herbs, nature, giving back, anything that I'm super passionate about, I feel super, I'm more comfortable speaking up, right? Um, I guess, and I think with anything, right? If you're not comfortable on the subject and it's not something that you're like so passionate about that you can just kind of like speak on. I think that's where me personally, in my own personal opinion, that's where I hold back a little bit. But when I'm, when I'm myself, right, when, when I'm being myself, then I feel like I'm more free. And I, and I feel like that's when I can really speak up and, and, and have a voice, you know, and share my voice, if that makes, you know, sense of what mm-hmm. I'm saying. But I agree. Like, Donna, I would never think you're shy. <laughs> no, but I am. But you're right. Yep. I think um, we can... What I was, what I was trying to touch on was, Mari has really um started to say, "Oh, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'll, do, I'll introduce you. Don't worry, I got it. I got it." I'm like, "Okay, good." And and the first time she ever told me, I'll never forget. I'm like, "Are you sure? Are you okay? Like, do you feel fine?" She's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do it." I'm like, "Okay." 
And then she did it. And I was like, you see, it wasn't that bad, right? And she's like, no, it wasn't. And after that, I mean, it's true. When you when you find, when you're talking about your passion and you're talking about something that you love and that you want to share with others, it's so much easier to have a conversation about it than um, it being a topic that, you know, you don't, not that you don't care about or you don't, but you don't, it just comes out different. And, and I think that anybody listening to this can agree that when you're talking about something that you love or if, and even if we're having a conversation about your kids or your family, you're more invested in the conversation. You that's something you love. You want to talk about that. You know, those bring back great memories. You're talking about beautiful things in your life rather than when you're talking politics or you're talking anything, you know, that you don't want to talk about. You shut down and you don't want to have a conversation about that. Um I agree with you. And and for anyone, of course, who's still listening to us, like our takeaway, and I guess like my biggest advice is that from coming from like being a people pleaser to starting to open up more and share my, and and find my voice and and discover who I am and kind of, like I say, meet myself. And and now that I've met myself, I'm going to take care of her fiercely, right? I'm going to continue to empower my voice and, and find ways and and I'm in the right now in the process of finding my purpose, my dharma. What is it that I was brought into this earth to accomplish? And that's my goal and what I'm looking for. And every day will evolve and change as I continue to to learn more about myself. One thing that being my authentic self has always taught me, and this has and this goes way back. And I think that for anyone that's in this journey is being very honest with yourself and with anyone around you. Honesty is the number one thing that will open the doors to everything with communication and just as you start this journey, you'll be you'll find yourself just by being honest and true to yourself and um standing up for what you believe in. Don't stay quiet. If there's something that you truly believe in, speak up, talk. If someone doesn't like what you have to say, that is okay because we're never ever <laughs> going to please everyone. And I've learned that. And that goes, you know, people pleasing, you're never going to please everyone. There's always going to find someone that's going to criticize you or say something negative. And then you're going to have the people that, you know, do support you and believe in what you say and are like-minded. Those are the people that you want to be around with because they make you accountable and you help them be accountable. So you want that. You want people that help you be accountable with living authentically. So with you three ladies that are on here, I feel that you guys are make me accountable because if I say something that's not true to what you've heard me say, I want you to point it out and say, Maria, I heard you. You Think about that, what you just said there, because I don't think that's what you, you know, you mean, or maybe you didn't say that or whatever. Hold me accountable because I think that's important and I will do the same for you. Um, Because that's really truly when you're living your true authentic self, when you um, hold yourself accountable and you speak up and you you, feel that. You feel that you're, inside, you're better to other people. A lot of people don't understand that. Um, when you are like true to yourself and you're open, you are really helping everyone else. Everybody benefits around you um, from to, so many things that you do that are truly inside of your soul. I agree so. with you, Donna. I used to be afraid, like people saying, who does she think she is now? Like now I don't care what other people think. I have the courage to stand up and say, this is who I am. And that's it. Like, you could think of me however you want, because I'm not going to change that. However you think of me, there's no way that I'm going to change that. So why would I stop being myself to please you? I learned that that will never happen again. 
at least me personally, and I hope you ladies feel that same way and that I've empowered you to feel that way because we need to be ourselves and this is who we are. And if you want to, if you want a real um, reality check on uh, um, how authentic you are, go to the beach in a bathing suit that you love. Mm -hmm. And I, I typically go by myself. Well, they came with me once. But there are people that are every size, shape. They are wearing whatever they want. I've never seen this before. So there is some kind of a movement. <laughs> but I think, Donna, that's more confident, right? Or my like It has to do with confidence, but also it has to do with this is who I am. This is my body. And I'm at the beach and I like this bathing suit and I'm going to wear it. And there's a, there is, it's a, it's a, it's a conscious decision within somebody's, within them that they're saying, I don't really care what anybody else thinks. I'm wearing this bathing suit and I'm going to sit like this, or I'm going to do this. And I just, it fascinates me to you see, because you know, my, you know, my issue, because it, it came out um, uh, on one of the, the uh, talks that um, we had last week yeah. about, you know, thin people and um, I'm over that, you know, you get over that, but that's something that you live with for years and years and years and years. It doesn't go away. Um, but I've also started thinking when I'm looking at these people about being true to myself, there's other people looking at me thinking, wow, I wish I looked like her. Right. So you don't, you know, you, <laughs> you find some of these things hard to believe, but that's, the reality is that everybody, you can have, you know, the most beautiful person in the world with the most beautiful figure, the most beautiful clothes. And, you know, in the morning when they got up, they were looking at something on their body and going, oh, my God, I wish that I didn't have that. Everybody is very looking at themselves differently. And I, I do think that the movement right now that. I, I would say we are involved in this very strongly. I still like that's something like. I am finding my voice, but I'm still struggling with that. I struggle with that a lot. Even this weekend, we went to the beach and um, there was a little bit like I had bought this new cover up for myself for, you know, beach cover up. And for some reason, like, I guess because it was hot and the heat, it like, I don't know, it was like staining my whole body it was like getting my whole body was getting all these like stains on it all over. And it looked really bad. Like it was all these like, um. I don't know how to call it, but it was like cloth. Like it was like bundled up cloth from the heat. And it looked really bad. It looked like I hadn't showered. And <laughs> I looked like I had got dirt and put it like all over like my hands here. Oh my gosh. It was really bad. And I was getting ready to go into the water and then taking that off to get into the water. And I, and I saw that and I couldn't. I kind of was like, oh my God, what if people see me? They're, they're going to be like, <gasps> it, it just looked really bad. And it took me probably like an hour to decide to get up from there and get into the water. Wow. So I struggle a little bit with that still. And I think that I feel like that's a little bit on the confidence side. And wait, that made such a really good point. You know, we're all still a work in progress. Yes. Yes. But it took me a while because I was just afraid of, and it wasn't like afraid of what people would say about me, but it was like, but they're going to look at it. And it's going to, it was really weird. And I felt really uncomfortable. 
to get you up. You have to shower better. How can you put <laughs> it on your body? Come on. <laughs> you had to be there to see what happened. But Ozzy was like, go, okay, just go, just go again. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Like, that happened it. to me once with a, a t-shirt. <laughs> it was a black t-shirt and it left like, like, fuzz, I don't know how to like the fuzzies of the shirt. Use it yeah. on your body. But and it was really bad. Oh. Yeah. Oh, 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 right here too like all over my legs <laughs> it looked like a jungle <laughs> Maddie didn't shower guys Maddie yeah, like, yeah. No. and so what I, I realized is people are not like they don't they couldn't care less they're not really looking at you I, they're as, not and I but in you know? my, and it wasn't yeah. like I didn't really care what people thought honestly right. I didn't care but it was more of the moment like I don't know if there's a person next to me looked or I don't know. It was really weird. And I don't like the feeling. I never want to have that feeling again. Got to work on it. Mm-hmm. But you stayed true to yourself and you still went in the water. Oh, I still went in the water. Yeah. It took me a while. It took me a while. Yeah. And I didn't like it. So I think that we can kind of wrap up this episode. Um, it's been it's been fun to talk to you, Dee I think. All, all three of us have a different, you know, point of not a point of view, but you know, we're all in different areas or different parts of our lives where, you know, sometimes, like Donna said, Donna says, you know, it's going to depend on the situation. And Maddie's been able to separate the two, and I'm still a work in progress. So mm-hmm. I think that any of our listeners were able to connect at least with one of us. Um, but it's been fun to talk to you, ladies, and 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 get to know. Um, your point of view on being authentic to yourself and being authentic, you know, um, overall. So I guess we can wrap it up. We're going to say, I'm going to say one thing and then maybe you guys can say one affirmation for yourselves. But for me, I'm going to show up, work hard, and I'm going to do it loud and proud. I like that. <laughs> Donna, you could go next. <laughs> I think I've always been outspoken on anything I feel very strongly about Um, and, um, you know, advocacy, but I also have learned to advocate for myself and that's taken a really, really long time, you know, to get to that point for me. And, you know, you, you know, that, I think you both know that what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, but, um, yeah. So I just need to, um, keep moving forward on that that's for sure but i am who i am and uh what's that song if you don't like what's it that? the madonna song uh <laughs> um i'm just gonna keep doing what i'm doing at this point and growing every day because uh, there's so much to learn and so many more things about um being real being true to yourself that I think everybody has to learn. So you have to stand yeah. up for your belief and surround yourself with people that will hold you accountable. And I think that's key to being successful at in this journey of becoming your most authentic self and being true and happy with yourself. Yes. And I think we all can do that if we're, you know, in the right mindset and with the right people in your lives. Yes, agree. Annalise. Of course. I thought she would have forgotten that I hadn't gone. <laughs> no, I am. I'm still a work in progress. Um, I'm not perfect, but I will continue to um, be authentic to myself. And to be authentic, I have to put myself first. Um, I don't do that. 
I mm-hmm. do everything but anything for myself. If you know me, my time is my lashes and my nails. <laughs> um, that's my me time. But I do have to do better um, and stay true to myself. So I will work on that. And then hopefully five, six episodes from now, I'll let you guys know that I'm doing great and I'm doing <laughs> much more from me. Uh, but yeah. So to wrap this up, you evolved, right? I have seen Annalise totally evolve. Really evolved. 3%. 3%. We we got to keep pushing her. She needs to keep evolving. She has to. So (laughs) this is us, right? This Uh is us. We have met ourselves and we're going to treat ourselves fiercely. We're going to stand up for what we believe in and bring that confidence that we need out and just be true to ourselves yes until next time and keep drinking one cup at a time one cup at a time i got water today i got tea i have coffee and water (laughs) (laughs) balance (laughs) next time you join us and listen with us or or talk with us or join us on our podcast they're still listening to us you're still listening grab your cup of tea coffee water um Uh, whatever you want depending the time you're listening grab your cup and listen to us and hopefully you enjoyed it um this podcast will be evolving um throughout the time you know as we continue to record more we'll definitely be evolving our our the podcast itself is going to find its voice and um we'll love to see where that ends and and how fun that's going to be doing that with you guys and make sure you guys connect with us um If you have any questions or want to talk with us, you can connect with us on LinkedIn. You can send us an email. You can connect with us us on (laughs) InTouch. If you haven't signed up for InTouch, you can sign up at www.intouchwc.com. We're super excited. We have so many things going on on the platform. Follow us on Instagram. We now have an Instagram account for InTouch, which is really fun. So if you're not on InTouch but want to follow us on Instagram, please do so. And we are at the end of this month. Um, so if anyone listens to this later, we are in July and we're ending our getaway contest next week or this week, right? This week or next, next week. week. Next yeah. week. So um, if you haven't, if you're listening at listening in time to still register, do so because it'll be fun. And it is our staple giveaway. So we will be doing more of our fun um, wellness getaway connect to reconnect and many more like a lot of fun stuff you can talk about in the podcast already farewell friends (laughs) until next time until next time Bye. bye bye